Hey, y'all, and welcome to this week's episode of Let's Chat with Curry Terrell, the podcast. This week, we're going to talk about Alan versus Pharaoh coming to America. You still hesitated. I know. I still almost said it wrong. Coming to America and the real world homecoming. Not Billie Holiday? Well, you haven't watched it. I'd rather just wait until we can talk about it together. I didn't watch any of this besides Woody Allen. Yeah, but nobody cares. I mean, I mean, that's like a real. We can actually have like a banter. You're not going to watch the real world. Okay, I promise I will watch Billy Holiday this week. I was going to do it this morning because I was not up kind of early, but like I was home alone, nobody was here, and I just didn't get around to it. That's okay. All right. With me as always is my wonderful co-host Adrian McMillan. Here I am. How's it going? I don't know if you can hear. You probably can't, but there's like helicopters going all over the place because on like Melrose, somebody tried stealing like a cop car or something from a police officer. Why would you? Well, do that's that? terrifying. Why would anybody do that? Did you get an alert on your app? Duh. Oh. Who was I just talking about that? Oh, oh, with Derek and my mom because we went to that Stranger Things thing yesterday. Oh. And I was telling them about that. Was it amazing again? Yeah, we all loved it. How long are they going to be doing that for? I think for the foreseeable future. I really want to do it. Yeah, that would be a fun thing to do if you ever come back to Los Angeles. I am coming back in like a week. When? The uh, Tuesday, a week from Tuesday. Tickets booked? Tickets booked. See you then. See you two weeks after that. <laughs> what do you mean two weeks after? Oh, yeah, because you're traveling. Yeah, I'm going to be safe. <laughs> that's good. No, that's smart. Um, I, you know, like, it's just weird. So many people are getting the vaccine, I feel like. Yeah, and you know, some of them I'm like, mm, I don't mean to go into your medical history, but how are you eligible? <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. I, it's it's like, it just is weird. Like, I feel like a lot of people around me, like in different areas of my life are getting it, but like my dad still hasn't been able to get his, and he's 63. Exactly. Um, There are some places around, not necessarily in Hillsborough, but like not too far around or not too far away where I could have probably like called and gone in the evening when they're like wrapping up and they have extra. Mm-hmm. But then obviously I'm not going to be here in a month. So I was like, let me just wait. Right. Cause then how would you get your second one? Exactly. So. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I know quite a few people. I'll have to tell you something off the air, which made me laugh. Yeah. Cause I, I'm not trying to drag nobody through the mud. Yeah, exactly. I'm not either. And, like, God bless. Everybody has to do what they have to do. But, like, it it has been – my dad's starting to get frustrated. And, like, I don't blame him. Oh, yeah, of course. Um, But, you know, I just, like, I'm starting to wonder, like, what's the – like, once people are vaccinated, are we just going to be, like, out in the world again? Is that how this works? Well, I mean, I think the expectation is still that you should wear your mask and you should socially distance and yada, 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 because, like, we still don't know how yeah. people who are vaccinated transmit the virus and X, Y, Z. 
But I mean, if you have a full vaccination, you obviously are maybe a little bit more comfortable going doing things. But I mean, here, like, for instance, they said April 1st, Disneyland's opening back up. Great. Yeah. Let's see what happens. I mean, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, look, we again, we've talked about this. Look at Australia and New Zealand. They handled it from the beginning without a vaccine, and they're actually just, like, existing now in the world. They don't have to wear masks anywhere. They don't have to socially distance everywhere. I have one friend who lives in New Zealand, and yesterday he was at the freaking club. It was packed to the brim. I saw Rita Orta. Rita Orta. Rita Orta was singing in Australia. Oh, yeah, it's a Mardi Gras thing, right? Yeah, and her lip sync thing messed up. Yeah, I saw that. On her auto tune. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God bless her. Anyway. Um. Yeah. I don't know. Are you gonna watch Meghan Markle's thing tonight? Duh. Good for Oprah. Of course, good for Oprah. You know she was poaching. Oh, for sure. It's interesting, and this is me overthinking it, but it is interesting to me that she has ended up at CBS. Right. And I'm sure a lot of that has to do with Gail. Yeah. And she did 60 Minutes for, like, that hot second. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And is it not on OWN? No. Yeah. Ain't nobody going on OWN. I know. I just saw somebody was going to do something on OWN, and anyway, that doesn't matter. (laughs) Um, also, I have one episode left of Sex and the City. I cannot explain to you the amount of times I've cried over that show in the past, like, week and a half. I am so thrilled for you. I don't mean cried, like, sobbed. I just mean, like, it really does make me tear up. (laughs) I just love them. A show about women. Yeah, definitely. And also, I watched, of course all these videos of them winning awards through the years, all their acceptance speeches. And I just do not for one second believe that they did not get along that whole time. Well, they didn't. You better believe it. Yeah, I believe it. I understand that things got contentious at the end and money and blah, blah, blah. But there are moments when I don't think Kim Cattrall was that good of an actress. (laughs) That's true. That's a good point. And I don't think Sarah Jessica Parker is a good enough actress to where she's sitting here now saying, like, yeah. Right. No, like, that's, true. that's not how I remember it. And I just don't think she'd be saying all that. You know, somebody's smoke detector keeps going on. I don't know whose it is or where it's coming from. Maybe mm-hmm. it's the apartment downstairs because it's empty. I have no idea. But I can't find the source. That's annoying. Yeah, tell me about it. First of all, how's your burn? Um, it's currently wrapped in gauze and um, uh, prescription burn cream, and I'm taking antibiotics. Now, are you unwrapping the gauze every day? Yeah, twice a day, in the morning and at night. Wow. Yeah. Yesterday, it started itching, which I think is a good sign. Uh-huh. You know, it's healing, I hope. Um, yeah, it's like the scab. That's a good sign. Yeah. Um, so it's itching pretty pretty crazily right now. But yeah, yeah. once I'm done with the antibiotics in a, a week, then I hopefully will be okay. If I open a can, is it going to mess up? Is what going to mess up? Is it going to be loud? I don't know. I mean, I just banged into the, a freaking pile of plates right here. So just do it. 
I did it. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, that's, um, that picture really, for, I was like, oh my gosh, it's like actually bad. Yeah, it's bad. Not that I didn't think it was, but it was just like seeing it. I was like, oh, whoa. Right, exactly. What can you do? All from dip. I know. <laughs> um, all right. Well, the first thing we're going to talk about is, let me look at it again. Alan versus Pharaoh. I keep wanting to say Mia versus Pharaoh. Right. <laughs> Alan versus Pharaoh, yes. which is on HBO Max um, or HBO. And uh, it is a documentary. We talked about very briefly last week at the end of the podcast about Woody Allen and his, you know, how he, like the things he did with his children, basically. Exactly. Um, Mia Farrow's on it. All of uh, her kids, or the majority of her kids are on there. Yeah. Obviously not Soon Yi. Correct. Um, but the second, I mean, the first episode was wild, but the second episode where they showed, like, footage of her daughter at a very young age sort of detailing what went down with her and Woody Allen. Very it damning. Just, I don't I don't understand how you don't come back how you come back from that. I don't think you will. I don't think so either, but like that Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. And then I start to think like in my mind even I've I, it's not that I haven't ever I guess I've never really given it much thought until I've watched this. But like it's bad. Yeah, duh. <laughs> I know, I know, but I just like that video. I just saw this poor girl, right? And she has had to see. I mean, here's the thing: Woody Allen's career is not something that lives in the past. Like, he yeah, he had, just made a movie. Yeah, and he had was it the Oscars? What two or like not two years ago, but not ten, five somewhere in there. Yeah, Blue Jasmine. Midnight in Paris, like those weren't just around the corner. Exactly. Timothy Chalamet was in a Woody Allen movie. That's how recent we are. That's what I'm saying. It was only like two years ago. So it just, the fact that she has had to sit back and watch his life continue to thrive. Right. Knowing that the things that he did and how, I mean, the Sunni stuff is already crazy. Yeah. But that's like disgusting and like, I, yeah, I just, I really, it's sad. It made me really sad for her. Yeah, of course. It ruined her whole life. Yeah, literally. And it's just, the fact that he's a public figure doesn't help. It yeah. just puts everything on like, you know. Yeah. I don't know. It was, it made me really sad. It was a very, it's very well made though. And like, doesn't feel ex what's the word? I don't want to say it wrong. Exploitative. Yeah. And it, you know what I mean? Um, so yeah, it just, I don't know. It's the same with the Michael Jackson thing. It just, it really like, I, I don't understand how anybody could watch that and then still be like, let's put on thriller. Exactly. Let's defend him. Let's continue listening. Yada, yada, yada. Yeah. And this even, I mean, that like that video, I was sort of like, okay, this isn't something we need to like process anymore. This was like a factual event that like 
occurred. He, he yeah. Totally. Hi, Chrome by Adrian. I know. Yeah. Anyway, how many episodes is that? Four. Okay, so halfway. Yeah, tonight and the next Sunday, I think. I'm I'm gonna have to be watch something tomorrow. I've got too much tonight. American Idol, the Critics Choice Awards, which obviously I'll fast forward through. Uh huh. Also, no disrespect to Tay Diggs. <laughs> I, I just don't understand like of all the entertainer I don't mean that yeah, I don't mean to bash on Tay Diggs. But like I every time he's on there, I'm like, why? Right. No, I agree. And he and he, he's kinda awkward. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just so when I saw his name on there, I was like, "Really?" But he's done it a few it, times now, hasn't he? Yeah, I mean, I guess I get like they stick with their people, and I get that. But like, it just is an odd choice. I'm in the same party as that. Yeah. Um, and something else. I still have watched Hometown. I mean, I'm behind. <laughs> All the important things. And the Housewives of Atlanta. I mean, oh, it's a busy night. God. I'm going to be up till 2. <laughs> oh, man. Um, next, we're going to talk about Coming to America, streaming on Amazon Prime. Yes. Have you ever watched Coming to America, the first one? Absolutely not. Have you ever seen an Eddie Murphy movie? Yeah, Shrek. Norbit. I've never seen Norbit. <gasps> you haven't? No. If I'm not I mistaken, like I I just read an article in Apple News where they were talking about like the 20 best performances of the last century, and I'm pretty sure Eddie Murphy in Norbit was like number 12. Oh my gosh! And it was like an official publication. I like doing that. I want to say it was Norbit. I've seen him in Dreamgirls. Oh yeah, he was incredible in that. Yeah. You never saw The Nutty Professor? Mm, maybe, like, I know the b- bits and pieces of it. I cannot for sure say I've seen him in anything besides yeah. Shark. Well, Coming to America 2 is a sequel to Coming to America. Duh. Yeah. It's called Coming Number 2 America. Genius. That is a good title. They've talked about making it, I feel like, my whole life. Yeah, probably. <laughs> like, and Eddie Murphy obviously has coming on he takes long breaks his career kind of tuckered out at one point and then didn't really know what to do but in the last couple years he's slowly built back some momentum yeah and like has been making more meaningful choices is i guess is the right way to say it right um but also like some of them have still not been, been that great but Anyway, so this was a good time for him. Also, Arsenio Hall has, like, post-apprentice has sort of, like, you know, popped back up sporadically. Mm-hmm. And so it, I think I feel like the timing was good. It, it, yeah, I don't know. First of all, Coming to America, the old one, when I was little, I thought it was the funniest movie ever. I'm sure now it probably doesn't hold up as well, but I, like... You know, I love that. And that kind of humor, Eddie Murphy, like The Nutty Professor, the second one, those <laughs> movies, like when I, I I saw The Nutty Professor too, and like when I bought that DVD, I played that thing out, like all the time. <laughs> That's amazing. But it's one of those things where it's like, 
Adam Sandler were like, I don't know, the humor just doesn't necessarily translate into me being an adult. Right. It's it's maybe more juvenile. And it also feels kind of dated. Right. Well, this definitely felt that way. I mean, like, I'll be honest, I didn't love it. <laughs> I'm not surprised. I didn't think I was going to love it, but I thought, oh, this will be good. Yeah. Because they took so long to make it. So I thought, like, they definitely have got out of plot. It sort of reminded me of, did you ever watch Big Mama's House? Yes. First of all, the first Big Mama's House is actually a good movie. Yeah, exactly. I know, like, a man in a fat suit is not appropriate anymore, but, like, <laughs> if it's, it doesn't matter. Like, the first movie is, like, actually, like, a quality film. And it's so funny. Yeah. Um, they, remember when they made the one that was, like, Big Mama's House, like, Father, like, Son? Yes. This sort of felt like that, where it was like, or um, what was the one they just made last year or two years ago now with Samuel L. Jackson, Shaft. Mm. And then it was like him and the son. Mm-hmm. This sort of felt like that. It was like, we don't have a plot for coming to America, so we'll just have him have a son. There you go. I mean, hey, I made a movie, did it not? It made a movie, but it just, it put Eddie Murphy and Arsenio Hall on the side. Yeah. That's what I think like the first like half hour is them and they repeated a lot of the same jokes it reminded me a lot of anchorman 2 where it was like they had these scenes that sort of set up them retelling the same jokes mm. um which is fine i mean like nostalgia is real people love it the old one is a classic for a reason but yeah i don't know I laughed once or twice. Leslie Jones was in it. I thought she had a lot of really funny moments. Um, Jermaine Fowler was the son. I think he's really funny. It just, yeah, it wasn't that great of a movie. I'll skip it. Yeah, I don't think, especially if you haven't watched the old one, I don't think that it's, like, going to do anything for you. Mm -hmm. Um, But I do, I will say this. I really do like Eddie Murphy. And I do want, I mean... Yeah, there was something after Dreamgirls where I was like, oh, you're actually like a good actor. Mm. And Dolomite is my name. I thought he was good in that. Oh, I forgot about that movie. So, like, I just want him to... I I hope... Yeah, I don't know. I hope, like, he has more real parts in his future. I think it'll happen for him. Maybe. If he wants... I think a lot of it's kind of in his court, to be honest. Of course, because he's rich beyond belief. So, I mean, he can do whatever he wants. Exactly. And he made the choice to kind of step away, I feel like. Yeah. And on the flip of that, if he wants to continue to just rehash old stuff, I would definitely see another Nutty Professor movie. (laughs) I would watch that. The second... I'm telling you, like, the characters in those movies are so funny. (laughs) And Janet Jackson's his wife. No way. Yes, that's the whole part of the second one. And that's where her music came come back came with uh doesn't really matter. Da, 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 which I can't remember any of the other words anymore, but <laughs> I loved it at the time. <laughs> um anything else you'd like to say about coming to America? No, I won't watch. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of things you won't watch, um, the other thing I watched this week, The Real World Homecoming. First of all, did you click through Paramount Plus at all? I did. You know, Patrick watched SpongeBob the first day it was out. Of course. Um, but I was at work, so I did not watch SpongeBob. Um, but I did click through it a little bit. Um, 
Yeah, there's a lot of stuff on there. I feel like a lot of the stuff was already on there. I think it was. Like all the MTV stuff. They I know they advertise and like they made a lot of commercials, but like all that stuff was already on that app. You know what's interesting? I meant to tell you this. A lot of the advertising here for Paramount Plus mm-hmm. they had like one big poster and it was like a bunch of four pieces. It was like MTV, Smithsonian Channel, CBS, yada yada yada. For the MTV yeah. one, everywhere that I saw, it was the person on MTV was Johnny Bananas. I was like, that's a big deal. You know he gets paid a million dollars a season to do that show. <laughs> I mean, it's just insane. And he still has to compete. So it's like he gets paid a million dollars whether or not he wins. I mean, good for him. Yeah. Also, I was telling my dad, I hope RuPaul is getting paid a lot of money. I think he is. For as much as they use him saying, like, sashay away or start your engines or whatever, like, in all the ads, I'm like, I hope he is getting paid just out the wazoo. Yeah, I think he is. Good for him. Um, anyway, I they have a lot of stuff that's going to be on there. I didn't click through the movies, but I know they have a lot of movies on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but CBS All Access had a lot of movies on it. We watched a handful of them in quarantine. No way. yeah um anyway the real world homecoming the only thing i've clicked through and some of the first season which i've seen before Mm -hmm. just because there it's like all the people from the first real world back in the house in 2020 right i thought it was an interesting idea part of me wishes they had done it not in 2020 but i understand that that's how life is and they have to make content Mm mm-hmm but, like, part of the real world is you want to see them out in the world in the city. Right. So, like, the idea of them sitting in a house for six days is a little underwhelming to me. It's like Big Brother. Yeah, it is like Big Brother, but, like, and then one of them got COVID, so he's on the screen. He's not in the house. Oh, God. And I'm like, y'all couldn't have just waited two weeks and then filmed. Right. Like, I just, yeah, so it was a little, it, it wasn't a letdown. I still thought it was fascinating to watch, and I think it's such a good idea, but, eh, that's how I felt. After I watched it, I was like, eh. Yeah. But, of course, in the preview, they're fighting, and, like, one of them leaves. So I was like, oh, I'll definitely be watching every episode of this. I could have told you that. I, I really have a problem. We talk about it every time. Yeah, we really do. You do have a problem. Um, yeah, but I mean, I don't know. I just thought, like, the, once they, I saw that they weren't all there, I was like, why Why would you do this? Yeah, exactly. And I don't see in the preview where he comes into the home. Yikes. But they are doing a challenge all-stars with, like, the older people, and I really I want to watch that. I'm sure you will, Turi. <laughs> um, Yeah. I don't know. Also, the Creative Choice Awards, I think, are four hours. <gasps> That's obscene. I thought, even fast-forwarding, that feels like a lot of time. The Oscars aren't even four hours. But they feel like it. Yeah, that was only three hours. Will we be vaccinated by the time the Oscars are on? Um, No, I don't think so. Maybe. I just don't know how to feel. <laughs> Me either. Um, what else is going on in your life this coming week? Nothing, Curry. 
<laughs> all I do is work and then come home. That's all I do. And then I'm too tired to do anything else. Have I will let me ask you this. Have you been saving a lot of money? Do you feel like because we don't go out and do stuff as much? Um yes, definitely. Yes. Yes. But like on the flip of it, I feel myself wanting to buy stuff online more. Yeah, I have been buying a lot of stuff online. I mean, I made a humongous purchase for this ice cream machine. Um, yeah. But I'm still saving quite a lot, so that's good. That is good. I'm trying to buy a house. Yeah, I really plan out my life and what I'm going to do with money all the time, but then I just think, God, what am I thinking? Right. I don't know. Like, I'm going to be back to $0 before I know it. <laughs> I hope not. Yeah. I know. It really is funny, like, um, being 30 and talking to people who are like, oh, my kids and my house. And I'm like, oh, my God, like, there were multiple, multiple, multiple months in Los Angeles where I had zero dollars. <laughs> it's funny now, but, like, it's really not. It's sad. It's really sad. Yeah, well, let's hope that that doesn't happen again. Yeah, I'm telling you, the universe works in weird, wild ways. So, like, uh, this, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Let's end on a more positive note. Say something happy. I'm making strawberry ice cream. Wait, I have a real question. Mm -hmm. Did you watch Kelly Clarkson with Jill Biden yet? Oh, no. I'm Curry, I'm telling you. I just, we are torn from two different claws, I think. <laughs> Well, I could have told you that. That's why we're friends. I. It's just my brain is just not couldn't click in. I get it. It's not even that I. I didn't even try to watch it. It just was not in my. I literally, like, honest hand to the man, honest to God, completely forgot that that even existed. <laughs> That's okay. I'm sorry. Why are you apologizing to me? I will watch it again eventually. I did watch um, the entire performance of Beyonce at Coachella in 2018 filmed from somebody's iPhone. But you could watch Homecoming and watch it like in good quality. Yeah, I didn't want to hear her talking, though. I just wanted to see her sing. Yeah, I got that. Do you think, like, sometimes I think about that. Is that one of those things we'll be able to, like, look back on the rest of our lives and be like, we were at that? Yeah, and it's funny you mentioned that because yesterday I told that to Derek. I said, Derek, do you realize or ever think about how we were at Coachella witnessing Beyonce perform, which is like one of the most talked about musical events of all time? And he was like, yeah, no, like, I do think about that. Is that our biggest one, do you think? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty wild. I think about that a lot. Mm-hmm. And then it's like when I do drop that in conversation, like I was at Coachella and saw Beyonce. It's like get a get a life. <laughs> Maybe in fifty years. Some um yeah yeah some woman the other day asked me what's the best concert you've ever been to, and I said probably that one. Mm -hmm. And I could see she sort of rolled her eyes. <laughs> What'd she expect you to say, Dolly Parton? Yeah, I, well I said I did say Dolly Parton. <laughs> and I also said Kelly and Reba, which I was truly probably the best concert I've ever been to, but that didn't ring. That like dropped like a daggone lead balloon. <laughs> of course. Well, it was good to me. Also, did I tell you this is it and then we can go. Did I tell you that my dad said he hates Celine Dion? <laughs> no. 
But I'm glad that, he has I, literally, an opinion. I, I gasped. I said, what is, why would you ever say that? I mean, my mom hates her too, probably. How do you hate Celine Dion? She hates Mariah Carey. She hates Celine Dion. There are just people out there like that. That hurts me. Yeah. Celine has given us a lot. To you. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I mean, Bob's. I don't listen. I'm not ever. I don't, I don't think I've ever listened to a Celine Dion song in my car. Ever. Yeah, that's wild. But I mean, I get it. You're a little younger, though, also. Yeah. I mean, like, I know we're not that far apart, but there is a difference in age. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think we were just, it's just, we're just two different human beings who like two different things. Yeah, but we like one thing in common, each other. <laughs> there you hey. go. <laughs> I'm giving you a thumbs up, but we're through the phone, so you can't see it. <laughs> um, anything else you want to say? No. I hope y'all have a great week. Me Stay too. Safe. Yes. And keep keep enjoying um life amen <laughs> bye that's it bye thanks for listening to this week's episode of let's chat with curry terrell the podcast if you like what you heard and we know you did then hit the subscribe button want more watch our videos at youtube.com slash c slash curry terrell follow us on instagram at at curry terrell and at adrian mcmill Follow us on Twitter at at Curry Terrell and at Yo Adrian McMill. And like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash let's chat with Curry. Have a question for us? Email us at let's chat with Curry at gmail.com. See you next week. Bye, y'all.